Welcome to All Some Pimentos Podcast. I'm talking with John from Napoleon. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up? How's it going, buddy? I'm good, thank you, my friend. How are you? You know, it's uh, quite early for a podcast for me at uh, 9.46 a.m., but, you know, here we are. It is what it is, my friend. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Am I drinking my um, coffee with my uh, almond milk and my David Bowie mug? So... I'm pretty it good. Is well, there's there's a pot. I got um I got two more podcasts after this. I got uh, a band called Tearjerker from the UK. Oh, nice. Um, which is kind of hard with the uh, time change. I think it's like five hours or four hours. It's it's brutal. Like trying to organize yeah. something. And yeah, then, I can uh, yeah, it's fucking nuts. And then I got another one with uh, Russ Rankin from uh, Good Riddance today too. So nice. Yeah, nice. that's yeah. That's a, I'm fanboying, fanboying about that one inside. So, um, yeah, man, it's totally cool. So, how did Napoleon start? Um, so this band started when I was in high school. Okay. I was in uh, grade twelve. Yeah. Um, I had I had a friend who. Uh, He'd asked me a couple times if I'd be interested in starting a band. I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Because um, my whole thing was I never wanted to do it and not take it seriously. I was never like, I didn't never want to like half-ass it. Yeah. So I, I, didn't, I didn't really feel like I was ready. I didn't really know anyone who played good instruments. So I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. And then when I was in grade 12, um, him and I ended up switching high schools. Because the high school that we originally went to, like, closed out. So for our last year, we went to a different high school. What high school did you go to, sir? Uh, we just went to like a, like a high school in Toronto, mm-hmm. and um, when we ended up switching, we uh, we met a we met a new friend who played guitar, and uh, we decided we start jamming with him. And originally, I was playing drums because uh, he played bass and this guy played guitar. Right. Um, and we were always trying to find someone to come play drums, so I would play guitar and sing. Okay. And um, I had I had this friend named Aton who's still in the band, who I knew I used to just jam with like on the weekends sometimes. So I asked him, "Hey, are you still playing drums? You'd be interested in joining this band?" He was like, "Yo, I haven't really played drums in like three years, but I can come jam." Yeah, yeah. So he did, and. Uh, him and I were really the two that like really like fell in love with like the whole process of being in the band, and him and I took it very seriously. Right. Um, eventually, uh, you know, we we all graduated high school. The guitarist left because he wanted to go be an engineer, and he's killing it right now. Really happy for him. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we had the first lineup change, and you know, we kept doing shows, doing shows, and then after the band got more serious, eventually the bassist also decided it was too much for him. Yeah, it's usually what ends up happening too. Like with bands, like the start out, you get a, you get a bunch of lineup changes because you get a lot of people that um, you know that don't want to tour and don't want to do the regimen of recording, right? Yeah, big time. I mean, also like it's a learning experience, right? Because you think you're going to start a band. I mean, I know I know it sounds like crazy, but like I, I really thought like we start a band, we play some shows, and then I just thought it would like take off right away. Yeah. And there was obviously no reason why that would happen. And to be frank with you, we were very bad at the beginning. Oh, okay. Like, I don't really understand what was going on through my mind. Yeah. I really, I really believe that was what was going to happen. No, um, 
And that's the thing, too. It takes time for a young band to fucking grow, especially right now, like, because you're, what, at the ripe age of 23? I'm 23, yeah. Yeah. And, like, even this, like, time, like, when I was growing up, like, I think it was a lot easier for, like, indie bands and, like, indie rock bands and punk bands, whatever, like, just, like, in the indie genre to sit there and get their music out um, and make it a lot easier, like, make it easier, if you will, like... You know, because you, you do, like, tape trading and CD trading. Oh, have you heard this band? Have you heard this band? Don't get me wrong. Like, Spotify really helps out bands, too. But. Yeah. The, they help out only so much, right? So. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah. But there, there are a lot of pros, but there are a lot of cons. Yeah, for sure. I've had a lot of people and uh, a lot of guys um, sit there and say on the podcast like it's uh it's gonna and there's a lot of people that don't like it too like yeah so i mean i'm indifferent because the the reality of the situation is like like i've i my band never existed before that yeah right? it's not it's not like we changed midway through and um i barely was into like i, I think i was in like i must have been like 13 or 14 when like I remember when Apple Music came out, which was after Spotify. I was like thirteen. Like most of like my time listening to music was through that, right? So it's not like I ever knew anything else, right? I can't really look back and say, "Oh, it was so much better back then." But even back then, all I was doing was like you know illegally downloading music. Well, that's the thing too, right? And I think that's like it's like that's helped the industry, but also I think it sort of ruined it too because like um, now bands actually, you know, like. I was saying before, like you get these big tours, like Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, and Rancid. You would never get that before streaming. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing too. I, I was just talking about this with my buddy the other day. Like, I feel like I feel like ever since COVID, really, like the like tour packages have been like way crazier. Yeah, I think there are lots of things too. Like bands weren't really touring during COVID, right? They couldn't, right? They're just relying yeah. on live streaming. And I think COVID had to do a lot with that too, um, which whatever, like a global pandemic, like, come on, like shit happens, right? Like, you know, if you know, nobody wants to get sick and nobody wants to pass, right? Um, but I think right now, I think like people are um, going to shows more too. Um, and like, there's a lot more tours coming up too. Yeah. I felt uh, on our first tour after COVID, I felt the shows were significantly higher attended. Because I think everyone's just like sitting there like, fuck, there's a show in town, let's fucking go. Because we haven't been in like fucking three or four years, right? Yeah. You know yeah, I, mean? I remember like the first couple shows were like all pretty full. Yeah. I remember like, I remember very specifically our first headlining show back was at the Velvet Underground in Toronto. I remember nice. like the attendance was quite good. Like, Who was on the bill? Um, so we were headlining at um, Cigar Club and the Jailbirds were opening, which oh. are both like they're both really cool bands, both great guys. They're more like hard rock; they're not as uh, aggressive as our music is, but they're really good buds, really good guys. And um, it, was, it was a really cool show because like um, they weren't able to open it all the way yet. Because it was like literally the weekend before everything was allowed to open again, so I think they were like we're only going to like sixty five percent capacity or something. Yeah, but the show was sold out. It looked full, like it was. 
But I was like, damn, like, this is kind of crazy. Like, our little band has just, you know, kind of send you. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is I think after, um, whenever they started opening, like, uh, my fiance and I, Jennifer, we go to a lot of shows. Like, we, yeah. you know, like, we have three cats, we don't have any kids. So our life is pretty well open. And music is a huge part in our, in our lives. And we saw <laughs> Belvedere, Debt Cemetery, and there's a third band that opened. Uh, it's, uh, I forget, it's a small indie rock club down in Hamilton. And they had it, but they had like a bunch of um, uh, plexiglass in front of the stage. And uh, was it at the Casbah? Yeah, I think it was. I think it's called something else right now because I, I think that fucking building or that, um, that club changes names like every fucking six months. Um, yeah, I think it, yeah, I think you're probably right. It was a good show, anyways. But like, it was full, but it's right. still it's still the last fun. show we played before COVID was at the Casbah. Is that uh, downtown Hamilton? Sorry? Is that downtown Hamilton? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I, like, does yeah, Hamilton have a downtown? Like, the venues in Hamilton, so, like, I've only ever been in that area. I guess that, I guess you would call that downtown. Yeah. No, and that's, um, that's the thing, too, is, like, I think just right now, everyone just wants to go to shows and, like, even, like, festivals and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I think everyone's just sick of staying inside and the, like as now like the world's already opened up again right um but i still think people are still careful but anyways um so who's uh who's doing the uh who's running the band of with you guys you got a guy named uh what's his name from the cancer bats god middleton yeah how's that going really good really good he's really uh he's been with us for the last like i want to say like three or four years now yeah, that's a little uh, of a Canadian royalty, if you will. It is, it is. Uh, yeah, he's he's really good with us. He uh, we have very similar like views <clears throat> on like how we want to take the band, and he really is like helped kind of like shape us into a way that's like more realistic. Because he obviously has a lot of experience. He knows a lot of people, so he can kind of like say like I, he, he can kind of like point out like mistakes that we're making, and you know. Yeah, for yeah, no, and like that's totally cool. Everything in the right direction. That's totally cool. You got him in your corner too, right? So, yeah. when you where did you guys record your twenty twenty one EP? Enemy Within. So we did that with Scott, um, and we did it um, in a we did it in a city called Dundas. Okay. Um, Dundas, Ontario, which is right beside Hamilton. Yep. Um, yeah, a studio which still exists called schoolhouse scott doesn't record there anymore but <clears throat> yeah because um, he's got his own gig up in belleville doesn't he yeah because now he has he has his own studio in belleville which is beautiful by the way oh, schoolhouse was also fantastic yeah but um he uh we did it he did it for us at schoolhouse and um it's owned by this guy named nick Ginn, who is also a super talented producer um and he, he's recording bands by himself now definitely check his stuff out because uh it all sounds really good. Really, okay. really cool video. Um, also, too, uh, your uh, what's your what's the band or artist that got you into playing music? I know that's kind of a dumb question or a hard question, but um, that is a tough question. It is a tough question. I can't even. I have a hard time naming my five favorite bands. Yeah. Um. 
I definitely, uh, I mean, I, I started playing music when I was very young. Like, okay. like I started playing guitar, like, at a pretty early age. Like, I, I remember, like, one of my friends, when I was in, like, grade two, got that, like, rock band game. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is the sickest thing ever. And um, I, I once learned to play guitar. And um, I asked my parents if I could play guitar. And they were like, no, we, we enrolled you in piano lessons and you cried and quit. So we're not going to do that again. And I was like, no, that's not. But I, I, I was like extremely persistent. And eventually <coughs> my uncle just gave me a guitar. Cause like his son tried to learn and didn't do it. So he just gave me the guitar. Yeah. And um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah. And my uh, my parents bought me this like this book for like self teaching, and I was like in like grade three, like trying to teach myself guitar, and I I kind of was actually starting to do it, and that's when I think they're like, oh, he's serious. So they they put me in lessons, and yeah, I've been playing guitar since I was like eight. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so what kind of genre music are you playing guitar? Yeah, you know, I play like more like now. Obviously, I'm, like obviously, if you stick with it for that long, you become pretty good at it. So like, I, I try to play stuff that like challenges me, like a lot of like heavier like death metal kind of bands. Okay, cool. Right on. But, like playing like power chords at this point is just not really that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, how that could get boring for sure. Because that's. Um, but you guys are in a hard rock band too, right? So you can always put that stuff into it. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, I write most of the music, so, like, you know, that's that's kind of what's more fun for me now, too, is, like, trying to come up with, like, riffs and stuff. Right. Um, our new our new record coming out later this year is a lot heavier than the stuff we've done. Oh, really? Um, it's definitely a lot more hardcore than... Uh, When's that come out? Um, It's going to be, like, late spring, early summer. Is there a title for it, or is that uh, no-no? Uh, still working on that. Still working on that. That's fair. Yeah, totally. Sure. Uh, we had a lot of delays on this one, unfortunately. But um, oh really? Yeah, we we actually started recording it around this time last year. Okay. Um, but a lot of things, a lot of a lot of stuff happened. But uh, we're getting there. But it's gonna cause it's, it's done now. It's gonna come out really soon. We're gonna tour it and everything. It's gonna be awesome. Right on. So, what bands are you listening to right now? That's probably an easier question than what's your favorite band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really into really into this band called Koyo right now. Okay. You guys send me the link on that because I have no idea who they are. So they're, they're this really cool band from Long Island. They're like kind of like a they kind of sound like a bit like Taking Back Sunday. Oh, I like that. Very cool. A uh, little post-emo hardcore. Yeah, I'm really into this band called the Cal Cowboys now too. They're really cool. Okay. They're kind of starting to pick up some traction, which is awesome because uh, it's like really great. It's like really great group. Right on. And, uh, their music, their music's really cool. It's not like really accessible music, so it's kind of it's kind of inspiring to me to see a band that's like very uh, very out there, like very aggressive and off-putting to most, like pick up so much traction because. Yeah, they don't. They don't really have like most of their songs. Don't really have like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. They're all in like weird time signatures and stuff. So it's cool. Nice. Um, 
Every Time I Die was one of my favorite bands ever, so that new band, Better Lovers, is like, really high. So they have a new band right now? Sorry? Every Time I Die has a new band? Yeah, all the guys started this new band called Better Lovers with like a different singer, and uh, oh, I, think really? I think it's fantastic. What happened to the original singer? Uh, they had a they had like a pretty messy breakup. Oh, really? That's it called yeah. Better Lovers? Better Lovers, yeah. I'm gonna check that out, man. I fucking dig that band. I saw that band like four times. Yeah, they were uh, they were one of my favorite bands. I was at their last show actually. We're in Buffalo? But no, yeah, and it was in Buffalo, and no one even knew it was their last show, but. Oh, okay, cool, right on. Oh, I dig it. Yeah, I'm just on their Spotify right now. The artwork's great for the, uh, the album. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. All yeah, their, man. like, merch stuff is, like, really cool, really well thought out stuff, and the record just sounds, like, sick. Like, it's really good. I'll give that a spin in between my, uh, two podcasts, actually today yeah so what, if you like every time i die like there's i'm sure you'll be into it what what inspired you to guys cover little sister by queens of the stone age um um you know at this point i don't know that's fair you uh, just like the tune that's cool man yeah, you just I say mean, that man you don't have to you don't have me. Don't have to give me like some huge long answer. You can just go, "Hey, Sean, I really like the fucking tune. It rips." Yeah, um, it was a while ago now. I I do. It wasn't my idea. Yeah. Okay. That's what I do remember from. I do remember um, one of the other guys in the band had the idea, and uh, so I was like, "That's a good idea." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, man. No, it's a, it's a cool tune too, and the cover's fucking kick ass too. Um, See, that was my whole thing with it, though. I was all like, if we're going to record it, I want it to be completely different. Well, that's thing, too, is like, and here's a story. So I thought you guys were a different band called Napoleon. So I was listening to it, and then I did the IG stuff. And then for some reason, I'm like, maybe I should message them because there's two bands on the Spotify named Napoleon. Actually, there's three or four because, like, after you guys, uh, hip hop artist called Napoleon comes on. Yeah, I don't oh, know if you guys know yeah, that part. That I don't even know about. We know about like the the British metalcore one. They're not a band anymore. Yeah, well, I looked. At, I looked at the last late, uh, their latest album, like when they released it. I'm like, oh, okay, this can't be the fucking band. Anyways, yeah. so I was cooking away uh, brunch yesterday at eight thirty in the morning, and uh, I think that's when I was talking to you. And then I threw on, um, uh, threw on your, threw on the band Napoleon. <clears throat> I came across your guys' cover of um, of uh, Little Sister. It's completely different, and it's it sounds like even the tones, even the pitch, everything sounds different. It, it almost sounds like your own song. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, uh, that was that was the whole thing, and we we were we're working on another cover now. Okay. Too, um, because we've been playing it live a lot and people seem to really like it when we do so we figured fuck it let's record it so we recorded it with the record we just haven't recorded the vocals yet because what what song is it uh it's misery business by paramore oh that's a good tune man i fucking dig that band dude i really do yeah it's cool and we when we played it's like we, we play it like way more like metal way more like screamo kind of yeah man and, uh, people really like when we play it so we said fuck it like we should record it like why i don't well, get people with I think it's great, man, because, like, there's another cover, too. Um, uh, we came as Romans, they cover Taylor Swift. Yeah. 
That fucking cover, dude, is fucking better than anything. I shouldn't say this. I'm not fucking I'm going to. Sort of better than they've had anything they've put out. That fucking cover is sure. banging. Like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, about, like, metalcore bands and, like, punk rock and screamo bands stuff, too, when they pick up, when they cover pop uh, pop rock songs. Well, like, they had that compilation. Um, yeah, Punk, punk Goes Pop. Punk Goes Pop, right? And there, I think there's, like, 13 or 12 albums of it. Um, yeah. Some of them are cool. I mean, some of them... Oh, some of them are cool, and some of them are like complete fucking horse shit. Like it's like sounds horrible. Like it's like a very fine line you gotta walk there. Exactly right. I think um, you guys do it wonderful. Um, So, what's one of your favorite bands in the whole entire world? We were just talking about them before the pod. We were talking about my two favorite bands of all time are um, Alexis on Fire and August Burns Red. Fuck, I like August Burns Red too. Yeah, I realize. I know you can't really hear the influence from them so much in my band, but uh, they're like one of my all-time favorite bands. Yeah, they 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 do some rip stuff too. And so does uh, Alex on Fire. Like I saw Alex yeah, on Fire is stuff insane. I mean, Alex on Fire was the band where I was like, "Whoa, I want to scream like that." Yeah, exactly. And that thing too is like when they broke up and they got back together. Like I was like, "Why are you guys breaking up? Just tour once in a while and give us a little taste of an album every fucking three years or something, right?" Yeah, I think that's kind of where they're at now. I hope. I hope so too, man. Because I think, to be honest with you, I think they're they're probably, in my own opinion, uh, except from Belvedere and Propagandy. I think they're probably one of my all. Uh, they're in my top three fair bands of like Canadian Canadian bands. They got they're in my top three for sure. Big time, yeah. They're fan, they're they're like a, they're one of those like ridiculously good bands. Well, that's the thing too is like, and that's what's really cool about about actually the three bands I mentioned, right? Like you got like bands like you know like keep releasing stuff and releasing stuff and releasing stuff but like the three bands i mentioned like propaganda like i've i think i was talking with kyle about um from crusty media shout out to kyle from crusty media um is like those three bands and even alexa on fire like they take their time when they actually make an album they don't just like put it out put it out put it out and it's like okay well this is shit okay well this is shit and then when they put out a new album it's like holy fuck they took their time this every song is banging yeah, big time. Right. And I wish more bands would do that. Like, I totally get, like, smaller bands, like, releasing singles and trying to get their name out there. I get that. But once you're established, man, like, just, just take a couple of years and make something nice and crispy and good that, you know, from, like, track one to track 12 is all face melters, right? Yeah, big time. Cool, man. Yeah, um, I feel like a lot of bands don't really... Uh... They don't really look at the big picture anymore. They're kind of just like, you know, we're going to make our singles and try to get on the Spotify playlist. Well, I think that's how it is right now, too. Like, I think... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm saying, like, it's the best. I'm, I'm, I know there's a lot of label involvement here and a lot of, you know, you need to push to... <clears throat> you need to, like, push forward with these things. Yeah, it's... Like, the, the kind of, like, art form of, like, an entire record has kind of gotten lost. You won't last the thing too. Like, there's something to be, and that's uh, that's the thing too. Is like when you do, sh- like when people go to shows, like buy the shirts, buy the vinyls, buy tapes or CDs, whatever the fuck they got, buy it, right? Yeah. Um, because I think the art form of actually listening to an album is is fucking gone. 
Like, I guess, like, not with my generation, because, like, my fiance and I, like, we have, like, vinyl Sundays, or, like, we'll uh, throw a vinyl, a couple of vinyls on in the morning, on Sunday morning, cup of coffee, some eggs and bacon, there you go, right? Um, yeah, I think, but if you're not really into it, I think the loss, I don't think, like, even, like, your generation has the, you know, and maybe you do, but I'm saying, like, whatever, like, they don't have the experience of going into like a record store and flipping through a CD rack. You know what I mean? Big time. I mean, even like I'm a big vinyl guy, and I really like. Uh, I really do. I re- I'm like I'm a big album guy like, in general. Like, oh, yeah, but you're in the industry too, right? Yeah, but I'll even tell you this: you just talk about going to record stores. Most of the records I buy are not at stores. Like it's either like at shows or online. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's too bad because like that's kind of, you know. That was kind of like the whole point. Yeah, well, that's the thing too. Is like even going into a record store and spending like you know an hour or two hours in there and walking out with two or three, and then bringing them home and then cracking it, pouring a beer or whatever. I just sit and listen to it and then flip it. Right? There's something to be said about that about enjoying music that way too. Don't get me wrong. I love Spotify and making my own playlist and not turning over the fucking tape and or waiting for the CD to finish, right? I get that part, but I think having an album and listening to it is not, it's coming back, but there's like a certain percentage of the population that gets it and there's like maybe 80% that doesn't. Yeah, big time. I can really appreciate when a band also releases a record that like you can tell it's like really well thought out. Yeah, for sure. Like the artwork and even the wax too. That's the big thing right now too is like even the wax is getting really good like with the color schemes and everything too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like when, I like when like a, like a project's like really cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I like records also that are like very like bold and like try like new things. Like you know that band Code Orange? Cool. What's that, sir? You know that band Code Orange? Yeah, man. Well, I know a lot of people are getting like shit to the new album. People are saying the new album's like all over place it's very weird it's not what they want i think it's like really cool because i think like the whole thing kind of like fits thematically and like the songs flow really nicely into each other it's like the artwork well whether you like it or not you got it man like they put a lot of effort to it i think it's really cool yeah and that's the thing too is like you can also sit there and say say the same thing about the band turnstile big time yeah it's another one another band i really like i think they're fucking album like if you listen to old turnstile yeah it's fucking hardcore i get it okay but it's almost their new album is not as hardcore. I guess I would say it's like indie rock of anything. Cause yeah, like, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like not. It's still aggressive, obviously. But like, I think Glow One's one of the best albums that's come out in the last decade. I would put that in my top three too. Good work, man. Yeah, I know. I um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. I think that album's amazing. I think anything they actually fucking do. Like, I haven't had the pleasure to see them live. Yeah, I was about to ask you, too. Like, I saw them, like, when they came to Toronto, like, on, like, the first tour after Glow On came out. Fuck you. And right, it was, cool. like, it was, like, one of the craziest shows I've ever been to. Yeah. Like, it was fucked. And that's the thing, too, is, like, when I, we went and saw uh, Blink-182, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Turnstile was on the bill. I'm like, I went to Jen. I'm like, this fucking band is better than what we're gonna see. Like this fucking band, like that's the only reason. 89 percent of the reason why I bought the fucking ticket. I'm like, okay, sweet. Jen hasn't seen Blink. That's cool. 
Okay. I saw Blink like fucking four or five times when the Vans Warped Tour was around and fucking like early 2000s. You know what I mean? I saw them for $45, right? Not 200 yeah. or something. Like, fuck that shit. Um, that's another story about Blink, but whatever. Um, so I was like, fucking turnstiles opening? Fuck yeah, let's get those tickets. We get downtown and they were playing at the ACC. Go have a couple of drinks at Hoops. And then we get the news. Oh, Turnstile's not opening right now. And I said, what the fuck? I guess they couldn't get across the border or something. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah. No, well, I but... Thought they, I, I thought they, like... I don't think they did, like, two shows here, right? Yeah, I think I they only did the one. Like, one. They opened one night and the other night it was a band called No Bro. Yeah, No Bro was there. They're good. And I think they opened They opened that one night. Uh, and they're they're totally solid too, but I was like looking forward to fucking Turnstile, man. Because like I don't know if you know the band H two O at all. I've heard of them. Yeah. Okay. So Toby Morris has a podcast, and he talks about this fucking band anytime he can. Yeah. And that's what got me onto it. Like if Toby Morris from H two O is listening to it, it's got to be fucking good. And but anything they put out, man, Turnstile. Like, shout out to Turnstile. Um, anything they put out is, they touch, is fucking good. Like, that record, the new record was getting played on Indy 88, and I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, no, I agree. I think they're going to be, like, one of those, like, bands that's really going to stand. I think time. they're going to be fucking, I, if their next record is anything like their last record, I think they're going to be huge. And good on them, too, right? Because, like, you know, Yeah, me too. I mean, that's the thing, like... It's not just that, like, they've done a lot for, like, the hardcore scene in general. So, like, you're starting to see, like, hardcore bands get, like, bigger. And it's like, shit, that's cool. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, it's coming back, right? And that's the thing. I yeah. think I think Turnstile, you're right. I think Turnstile sat there, and when they released, I think it was their second album, the yellow one. I'm not really good with album yeah, names. Yeah, when that fucking thing came in, uh, that blew open the doors. Um, yeah, I feel like it's so stronger than ever, like yeah it's it's fucking crazy like everyone's getting in the hard part. Like, <clears throat> it's like you know uh, one, of, one of the guys in my band Tommy he's like a big pop punk guy and uh, we were making a joke like a couple months ago because like him and his uh, best friend went to like a hardcore show and they're like John we like hardcore now I'm like cool but like it's all because it's, like all these like people are like coming from all these other like genres of like more aggressive music and they're all getting into like real hardcore now because of I think really because of Turnstile like they're kind of the ones that like oh yeah they do like any like I said man anything they put out man is fucking gravy and it's um there's a band called Cross Dog in Canada I don't know if you yeah. know oh yeah they're dude sick. that that fucking band um Kyle got me onto them oh sorry Mike not Kyle um Mike got me onto them so I listened to them and I was like, this band, dude, is like the next comeback kid. Yeah. If they keep going to where they're, what they're doing, this band will be huge. And you guys are going to be huge, too, because you guys are fucking fast and loud. Oh, thank and, you, man. Thank you. Appreciate and I'm that. looking forward to, like, I was rocking you guys all day yesterday when I was cooking. So I get fucking eight hours. Um, yeah, man. Um, but if. Like, if you say this record's going to be fucking faster and louder, I'm fucking in. Yeah, this one's way faster. It's way uh, way more aggressive. It's way more... Uh, it's just different. It's like, it's way heavier. 
Yeah, no, it's and that's the thing too is um, what's another band I'm fucking listening to right now? Uh, the Slime, they're pretty good. They're from Toronto. Yeah. Um, they're hilarious too. A band called Sixteen Scandals. I don't know if you know them. I've heard the name. Yeah, they're probably one of my favorite Toronto bands right now. Like one of them. Like I saw them at the Jimmy Jazz and Guelph, and they just blew me away. Nice. Yeah, man. Nice. Sweet man. Um, is there anything you wanna wanna say? Um. Yeah, I mean, you know. You have any? You. you have any shows coming up or? Yeah, we're going on. Uh, so when, when is this gonna be uploaded? Um, probably as soon as I uh, feed the cats and uh, pour a cup of Joe. Oh, so today? Yeah, I just like I don't I don't save them. Like I just throw them up because like, why well, save them? Like what? Like and that's the thing too. Like with what I do for a living, and you know, I do smoke the odd joint. Sometimes I forget to fucking throw them up, so I just throw them up as soon as I'm done. So and I hardly I really don't edit them either, just because. I feel like the conversation when you, I think, like when you edit a podcast, it doesn't sound real. You know what I mean? Yeah, big time. Like right now, like you and I are talking, like we've known each other for fucking ten years. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, I agree. I agree. I, I've never understood why people like to wait, but usually they do. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So we're going on tour uh, at the beginning of next month for a couple of days. We're playing in Hamilton, Sudbury. Oh, that's going to be cold. Bay. I'm sorry? You're going to North Bay, too? Yeah, no, it's actually funny because uh, that's a funny story. Um, I would love to know how you... Sorry, go ahead. Last year, we went to North Bay for the first time. Um, yeah, it's fucked up and, there. Sorry? It's fucked up there. Yeah, but no, it's funny because all our friends are like making fun of us. Like, why are you going to North Bay? Like, what could there possibly be in North Bay? And then like the show was packed, and it was like the best, one of the best shows we've ever played. It was like very funny because like we were posting like pictures like on all of our personal <laughs> Instagrams, and all our friends were like, "What the fuck? Why are there so many people there?" Yeah, well, like when you sat there, you guys were going touring Sudbury North Bay. I'm like, "Fuck, that's gonna be cold, man." Yeah, but it's worth it because, like, they don't get shows very often, right? So, well, like, that's the good thing, too, is, like, they all come out, right? Yeah, like, I think that first show in North Bay we ever did, we sold out. And we were like, oh, that's crazy. That's fucking nuts. Where would you guys play North Bay? We played at some, uh, like, punk room called Highland. I think I've been there before. Yeah, really cool place. It was yeah. cool, too, because, like, we, like, obviously before we launched, we were, like, any other band would be, like, you know, we print out our merch and whatnot, and we like completely wiped our merch that day. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah, it's like we had to like call like our. Uh, it's like we we print with Press Time Design. Shout out to them. And, yeah, uh, Press Time Design. Sorry. Press Time Design. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out. So we like I had to like call them next day. Like, yo, can you guys like print us like another order like really quickly? Because <laughs> like this is only the third day of uh, like week-long plus tour and so they, like we're fucked did they get it out so, to you yeah sorry did they get it out to you they did very good people very good people they uh we had to do one day without shirts or one with like very low shirts yeah and then uh, they had it they printed it that same day and then shipped it to my uncle's house in ottawa which is where we were staying fucking right dude that's wicked and they, they had it like shipped in a day and actually like huge shout out to them they, they ended up making a small mistake or something and they um, they like waived the like rush fee for us that's fucking wicked dude and like shipped it for free and stuff like they were really really good people. you can't go wrong with that man sorry you can't go wrong with that 
No, we, uh, they're, uh, these are really good people. So you're playing, uh, Sudbury, North Bay. And then New Market, which is like on the way home, kind of. Oh, so you just said it's on the way home. So, so uh, a couple of three, three shows. Who's playing with you guys? It's four shows. Um, oh, sorry, so four. February 1st is Hamilton. February, I'm, just, I'm looking at it now. February 1st, Hamilton. February 2nd is uh, Sudbury. February 3rd is North Bay. And February 4th is New Market. Sweet, right on, man. Uh, you're going to give me all your socials for all the social media. Big time. So you can find us everywhere. On uh, Napoleon, so everything's Napoleon Toronto. Instagram, Napoleon Toronto. Um, Facebook, NapoleonToronto.com is our website. And yeah. Yeah, uh, do you guys do Bandcamp at all or no? We do have one. Uh, I don't know how active we are on there. That's fair. How much, how's, uh, how's Facebook fair with you guys? Yeah, not great either. Yeah, it's dog shit. I don't do it either. I, yeah, I was going uh, to, like, the only ones I usually do is. Uh, Instagram at Olives and Pimentos, and then we do a TikTok where I just talk about upcoming episodes. Yeah, no, uh, Facebook's not great for us. Also, just, just to circle back, you were asking who's playing those shows, so I just want to give a shout-out to the two bands we're bringing out. Yeah, man, do uh, it. In Hamilton, and uh, so we have two support bands like that are going to be with us. So in Hamilton and Newmarket, we have our friends in a band called Diamond Weapon. Okay. Who are super sick. You should 100% check them out. Yeah, man. Um... And in in uh, Sudbury and North Bay, we're breaking out a band called Drug Wolf. Drug Wolf. Drug Wolf, who we have not met before. And actually, it's funny that we're talking. Wait, what's the first band called? Sorry, Diamond Weapon. Diamond Weapon. Are they on Spotify? They are a really cool band from Toronto. Scott just did a record for them too. Okay. They're they're really awesome. Okay. Um, and Drug Wolf also super sick it's funny you're asking us because it's gonna, it's gonna be announced that they're on the shows in like 30 minutes oh really well, that's alright <laughs> um, for sure we'll ch- uh, I'll check out Diamond Weapon and Drug Wolf I like yeah. I like that fucking name what's it like they're uh, they're like a, similar to us you know like heavy heavy punk post hardcore could you imagine it was like acoustic fucking like yeah no <laughs> Here's Drug Wolf, and they sing you a lullaby. That would be amazing. No, no, no not at all. Um, they're both they're both really cool bands. I we have not. Uh, I've never met the guys in Drug Wolf. I've never seen them, but uh, their music's really cool. Diamond Weapon are really really nice guys. Really good guys. Really good friends. Nice. That's really cool. All right, dude. Thanks for doing this. Uh, we well, were proud of me, man. Yeah, man. We uh, we've been talking for thirty eight minutes and forty one seconds. That's a good one. So, good stuff, my friend. Yeah, man. Um, stay on the line and uh, we'll uh, shoot the chat. Okay, thanks for doing this, bud. Thank you, my friend.